Football NBA Report. I'm here on this Saturday with my co-host Sam Carter. Sam, uh, how are you doing on this Saturday? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great because last night we just hit uh, 500 total downloads. Thank you for that. We had an amazing June. I think. I mean, excuse me, an amazing May. I think we had like 127 downloads in a couple days. And like, I think there was two days where we had like 25 downloads in a day. So great work there. Um, you know, we appreciate all the support. Let's talk about basketball right now, and a lot of it happened uh, since we last talked to you. Uh, the Sixers were able to close out the Washington Wizards uh, in Game 5, and the uh, Nets were able to close out the Celtics in Game 5 also. They win their series 4-1 to respectively, and uh, Celtics GM Danny Ainge stepped down, and Brad Stevens, the previous head coach, will replace him. Uh, Sam, what do you think this says about the uh, uh, stability of the Celtics organization right now? Well... I just think whenever I see a uh, a coach uh, be the coach and the GM, um, it's never never a good thing. Like we saw with the Houston Texans in previous years, right? Um, I it it's it doesn't look great to me for the Celtics. I feel the same way. I think that they're scrambling a little bit. I think Danny Ainge, obviously, you know, he wants to be with his family. He's getting old. But uh, they're in some tough times, you know. They traded, uh, you know, with the they traded Paul Pierce, uh, Kevin Garnett uh, to the Nets in 2013. They looked set up for the future, and the future has come and went. And the Nets are in a better position than them now to win a championship. So uh, that's just the way it goes sometimes in the NBA. But uh, moving on, uh, we already knew that the Bucks, you know, they swept the Heat and the uh, Knicks uh, losing five to the Hawks. The Hawks, uh, you know, Trey just played so brilliantly in the series. And uh, Sam, did you see this coming at all? Um, not really. But um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, Trey Young has just played so brilliantly throughout this entire playoffs, and we'll see if he can keep it up. Uh, looking at that Eastern semifinal, they will play the Sixers. Um, you know, he's got to score a lot. Um, if you know the the Hawks want a chance because the Sixers are just so deep and they have so many scores like Danny Green, uh, who's got that championship experience, you know, go heels. But um, we'll see how that plays out. Game one of that series is uh, Sunday uh, at one o'clock on ABC, and then moving on to a series that some analysts have said the champion will come out of the Nets versus the Bucks. Can Giannis stop the big three? That's the big question. Uh, game one is uh, on Saturday at 7.30. That game is on TNT. Um, Sam, you know, I know it's kind of early. To, you know, we haven't really got to see the Nets at full strength against the Bucks, but um, the Bucks did uh, sweep the Nets in the regular season um, without James Harden, obviously. Do you think that will translate at all uh, to this playoff series? Um, I don't think so. Uh, seven games is different than three or so, however many they played. Um, I think that uh, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving are just too good for what um, the Bucks have to offer. I would agree with that, but uh, the Bucks were a pretty good defensive team against the Heat, and we'll see what they can do. Uh, they're definitely confident. Um, their coach has been told by management that if you don't make it to the finals, you're out of here. So there's a lot of pressure on all everybody. Giannis wants that ring. So uh, definitely be an interesting series, and I expect that one to go to six or seven. But uh, we'll see uh, what the Bucks can do. 
Um, the Jazz uh, beat the Grizzlies in Game 5. They lead them out of the way. That, that seemed pretty obvious. A great Game 1 win for the Grizzlies. And they're heading the right direction. Um, but that you know, that's the end of the season. The Jazz, very good from the three-point line of that series. And the big series we want to talk about, the Suns. Dominating the Lakers in Game Five and Game Six, you know, complete blowouts. Obviously, Anthony Davis could not play. And Sam, the big question: uh, How is LeBron's legacy affected uh, by this loss to the Suns? You know, his first uh, loss in the first round of the playoffs. Um, I think that it affects his legacy a lot, um, and not in a good way. It just goes to show, like, how much he need. He needs Anthony Davis and how much he needed him last year. Um, but I, I just think that this pretty much uh, ends the discussion um, for LeBron versus Michael Jordan. Now, I am I do believe that Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player ever, but I'm not going to go that far yet. Anthony Davis is critical to this team. His role players play terrible in these two games. But you'd like to see him step up. You know, let's see you drop 40. Let's, you know, he has to come out of the game in game six. He got tired. You know, I know he's 36, but when Michael Jordan was 36, you know, he won finals MVP and carried a, a team that Scotty Pippen was hurt on. And, um, you know, there's obviously that disparity there. I think that this affects his legacy negatively, but not as much to take him out of it. Um, you know, obviously the time is short and, you know, He's only got four championships, and he's got, you know, those six losses in the finals. But, um, Sam, i got to ask you, um, you said this is a discussion, but is there anything LeBron can do to repair um, his case for the greatest basketball player ever? Um, he could win three more championships. That's what he could do. Um, but I, I don't see that happening. But we'll see. All right, uh, you heard it here first. LeBron's going to win three championships to be considered the greatest of all time. Um, you know, that's it's tough for him, but that's the reality of the way it is. Uh, but all the credit in the world has got to be given to Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Devin Booker played tremendously in this series. Uh, LeBron, he had um, 13 points per game, seven rebounds per game, and eight assists per game. I mean, obviously those are all-star numbers, but, I mean, he's got to score 35 one time to give the Lakers a chance, and uh, they're out. The defending champions are done. A lot of questions to be answered about the role players, a lot of memes going around that, you know, Kyle Kuzma needs to go to China, um, but, uh, you know, just a sad way to see it end, but um, hopefully uh, the Phoenix Suns can provide a lot of excitement. I know a lot of people won't be as interested now that LeBron's out, but, you know, I think they're a really exciting team too. Uh, but moving on, the Nuggets uh, defeated the Trailblazers in six games, and Damian Lillard, had an incredible performance in Game Five, fifty-five points, uh, the fifth, I think, uh, most score, most points uh, in a playoff game. All right, Damian Lillard has given his all to his fr this franchise. You know, he's been with them for over a decade, playing like an all-star throughout. Um, you know, he scores fifty-five points in a playoff game. You know, he's laid it all on the line. And Sam, if you're in his shoes and he's a free agent this summer, uh, is it his time to leave? Um. I don't know. I for him I'd say yes, but for his legacy as a trailblazer, um I'd say you stay, you stick it out, but 
But I think if you're him and you're thinking about the situation, I think you got to be looking ahead of uh, Portland. And I, I agree with you. I mean, he has not gotten a lot of help. CJ McCollum did not play well in the series. And, you know, he's hit two of the biggest shots in Trailblazer history. So he would definitely be remembered. But I think going somewhere like New York, uh, or people have talked about the Lakers. I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, but going somewhere like that would be, uh, I think, a nice step for him. And uh, he just wants to win a championship. And he's a great player. And he deserves to go into deep playoff run. Um, but moving ahead here, you know, you got the last series of the first and remaining, the Clippers against the Mavericks. Uh, Kawhi Leonard had 45 points in Game 6. Uh, he needs to step it up. You know, he needs to be that big in Game 7, uh, which is Sunday at 3.30 on ABC. Um, by the way, the occurrence of no team winning a home game through six games only happened once, but that happened in the bubble. So it doesn't really count because there weren't any crowds. So no history. Um, you know, history can tell us nothing. And uh, this is unprecedented ground, but Sam, I know you know it's game seven. Anything can happen, but you just got a first glance pick them. Who do you got? Um, I gotta go with Luka Doncic just because I watched a little bit of the game last night, just the first half, and in that in that first quarter, um, Luka Doncic was pretty much unstoppable. They had no answers for him. Obviously, they came up with them later to win the game, but but still, I got to go with the Mavericks. I'm going to go in the other direction. I got the Clippers. Um, I think they're going to do a little tag team where they're going to send Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to go, go constantly haunt him around the court. And uh, I think the Clippers, you know, they got enough. They got the momentum now. If they can, you can say they have any momentum because they haven't won at home yet. Um, but definitely be interesting, and I uh, can't wait to watch that game. But um, the Suns Nuggets, that game one will be a Monday at 10 o'clock on TNT. That's going to do it. Um, almost done with the first round, and we'll be back uh, on Tuesday uh, for our normal episode, episode number uh, 33. And Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of uh, our little Corner Line NBA recap. And, uh, we'll do it.